Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you, wherever you are, and welcome to the 4Play Music Podcast. This will be episode number 22, and my name is David, and I will be joined, as usual, by my fabulous co-hosts and music brothers, Alan, Darren and Mark. If you're not familiar with the setup of these shows, we pick a theme beforehand, then we each get to choose four songs or albums related to that theme. We will today continue on where we left off from last week, selecting albums of stage musicals. And as in the last episode, we've invited two more guests along who we will meet shortly, because let's be honest, we need a bit of a hand with this. So, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome everyone, and here we go, Um, another packed house, more than packed house, we've got a couple of guests with us tonight, it's fantastic, so let's go around the houses. First of all, in Luton, we have John and Yoko. Hiya. Hello. <laughs> Hello, how are you doing? I can't see John. <laughs> You're right. Oh, oh, are you? No, I can't see Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Alan, perfect. Yeah. So, <laughs> Alan is... Hello, this is Alan, and I'm and pleased Charlotte. to say I'm joined by Charlotte, my daughter Charlotte this week, Hello. who is a massive musical fan, uh, so much more than me, and so I brought the expert along. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Looking forward to hearing what you've got. Very good. And there we heard the uh, the dulcet tones of Darren Parr. How are you doing, Daz? Evening. Yeah, not bad. Thank you very much. Um, looking forward to this, but there was a couple that I really wanted to put in and I couldn't. So oh. they just didn't quite make the cut. One of them I'm regressing now already, but hey, we'll see how we go. you still got a chance to change if you want. Yeah. No, I don't think I'm going to. But if I did swap it out, it would have been for one that I did in the last show, I think. So oh, okay. we can't do yeah, it so too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's nice to have these guests with us as well. Brilliant. And someone who has shared the stage with you, I'm sure at least once, yeah. if not more, um, is is our daughter Paige. <laughs> Hiya, Paigey. Hi there, you okay? <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, I think Darren Darren and I have done God, at least a handful of shows together yeah, now. Gotta be, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, plenty. If you count Panto, there's <laughs> loads. <laughs> yeah, I think they count. And you've been oh, on you stage. Are. And you've been on stage with all three of the the Par children. Yeah. Yeah, Newt, you would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, since I was seven, and then since Lena was seven when she joined. Back in the day, <laughs> that's going back, isn't it? <laughs> Slightly terrifying. Oh, yeah. Makes me feel even older than I thought I was. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> nice little wake up for you. That's yeah. a good start. And then dialing in from Edinburgh, we have our Mark Hollywood. How are you doing, Mark? Hello. Good evening, all. Good evening uh, to Paige and Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, hi. How are you? 2013. We've had this conversation before, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> it has been a long time, yeah. Um, yeah, feeling a bit left out here. I should have had Grace. He's 14 and knows absolutely bugger all about musician, you know, musicals. But, uh, you know, she's, got, she's like her father. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I, I, I am. Last episode, I dreaded, even though I've been to musicals. But, uh, you know, I'm quite au fait with uh, what I'm talking about when it comes to albums or singles or whatever musicals i have absolutely no doubt tonight that Paige and charlotte will show us how it's done properly okay no pressure 
I'm sure they will as well. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's get the ball rolling. So Paige, you're going to lead us off tonight. So um, what's your first musical you want to talk about? Oh, I nearly forgot the two that I gave you then. Okay. Um, I think the first one will probably have to be Come From Away. Nice choice. Brilliant. Yeah, which I'm seeing next week for like the sixth time. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh. You hear it then? Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan, really. Bit boring. <laughs> it's going to be like, next week's the first I'm actually paying for proper seats, though, because we used to go and queue at 8am and get the £20 seats in the front row. Yeah. Um, so next week's a bit of a treat because I'm sitting in regular seats where you can probably see the whole stage. <laughs> Very good. Nice. And for people who may not be too familiar with Come With Away, I mean, it's been West End. I don't know if it's been on Broadway. Uh, yeah, so it started on Broadway um, and then it came over to the West End a couple of years ago now. Right. Maybe not that. It's still pretty recent. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an amazing musical based. Um, it's all based on true life. And it's based on a town called Gander, which is in Canada. And it's during 9-11 when they shut the American airspace. All the planes yeah. were diverted to this town in Gander where they had an abandoned airport. Yeah. Um, so the town went from like 9,000 people to like 16,000 people. And they had to house all these people that couldn't get into America. And it just tells the story of a few like certain characters and what happened to them in these few days. Wow. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting concept for a musical, isn't it? Yeah. So different. Really Feel different and like very dark, but <clears throat> make it humorous. Mm. So um so was it all about so Gander, mm -hmm. if my geography is correct, is Newfoundland, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, so what is it about? Is it about like just sitting watching planes landing and people coming out very <laughs> panicked looking <laughs> saying so shit, it's the end of the world. You have the few stories of some people that were in Gander. Right. That sort of houses and people had to live in the school for a bit. And then you've got all people from the different planes. Um, and there's, um, it was a real mix and it's just all the individual stories basically and how they tie in, but it's based on real life. Do you know, it's, it's so interesting because I'm, I'm glad you picked that because I do want to go see it now. Mm -hmm. and, and the reason yeah. being that you would have been too young. You, Charlotte and Paige, you would have been so, so young um, mm -hmm. when this happened. But I remember very, very clearly um, September 11th, 2001, mm -hmm. when I was, I was working as, a, I was on a six-month contract. <laughs> it, I, I just finished my master's and I was, I was doing a six-month contract before I joined RBS. Uh, with Scottish Power, and um, we had back in the day, you didn't have internet on your phone, or you had to go down to a special learning and development room kind of thing if you wanted to access the internet. And I remember going downstairs, and I and, and I went on to the, uh, you know, one of the terminals. There were about four terminals you could go on to these huge, la um, la not even laptops, proper PCs, and. Um, they said a plane had gone in and everybody thought it was a small plane. And then coming upstairs and this guy absolutely ashen faced. And he, he then went on to say how three planes had, you know, one had gone into the Pentagon, two had gone into the Twin Towers. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I did was 
basically said to my boss at the time, um, I'm heading home. I, I was married at the time. And, and the first thing I thought of was, was my wife. And I remember driving back to the house, waiting on her coming home. She's a, she was a teacher and just thinking, you know, this is it. And that mm-hmm. evening we sat on the beach in a place called Aberdaran Fife. And we watched the planes coming into land at Edinburgh Airport. You could see them all coming in. And there were more planes than usual, which was mm-hmm. really strange. It just came mm-hmm. in one after the other after the other. And um glad you chose that. I'm gonna I'm gonna sorry, yeah. that, that was a bit depressing, but it it is yeah. it is a momentous time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's fascinating. And they mention it as well because some of them actually have almost like a nice few days because they're looked after by these people. And then they, you kind of see at the end when they're all going home and they were like, they get back to their families and someone says to them, you know, how's it been? It's always been so shocking. And they were saying, how do I tell my family I had a nice time? <laughs> While everyone in New York obviously was going through this mass panic and they were being looked after, being hosted by these people in Gander. Yeah. Um, how long were they yeah. there for? Um, I can't remember. It was a couple Some of days. Some planes were but... taken out of the air for, I can't remember now, but it seems like yeah. a long time. <clears throat> yeah, it was, was a couple least... of and yeah, it was a couple of days. While, yeah. Yeah. And for a while, they, none of them knew what's going on. They say how they all landed and then they have to stay on the planes. They weren't allowed off because, you know, they didn't know what was going on. Obviously, pilots, mm. it wasn't safe. And there's one plane where they had access to all the alcohol. The stewards were just like, yeah, just have alcohol. So there's like a plane <laughs> of just really drunk people with no idea where they are. And then, you know, some of them haven't slept. They've been stuck on a plane for like 20 hours. And then they get put all on school buses and shuttled off and actually still have no idea why they're there or what's happening. Of course. And it's only when some of them arrive at the destinations of like people's houses that are putting up that they see the news because there's oh, like, the bed phones and stuff. And there's an amazing bit where um, the the people of Gander are like, oh, we've dust off our Salvation Army suits to welcome everyone. And then it cuts to someone from Egypt, I think. And they're like, there's soldiers all around us trying to get us off planes. So it's just like fascinating seeing it from all different points of view. Yeah, it's quite... Sorry, Mark, I was just going to say, I was lucky enough to see this um, a month or two ago. Yeah, you yeah, The first show we went to see since lockdown, you know, when, when it all started up again. And what amazed me was how, obviously, such a, a tragedy, a horrific tragedy, was not, they didn't make light of it, but it was really bittersweet. Mm-hmm. There was some really, really, really funny moments in there. There yeah. was tender moments in there. And obviously, some of the tragic storylines as well. Uh, but like there's a scene mm. with a bit like a fish dance isn't it which yeah. is hilarious you know <laughs> yeah and it just amazed me how you left kind of sad in some ways but also smiling yeah because yeah. there were some really nice moments there's like that true i won't ruin it for anyone but that true yeah. storyline of the couple that met there as well yeah really lovely moment yeah you need to watch they, it they, they add humor in quite well i think yeah yeah not the yeah. Monty Python fish dance, is it? Yeah, it's not the Monty Python one, but it's very similar. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for Paige and Charlotte, if you've never seen the fish dance by Monty Python, um, I, I, I would recommend it tonight. Yeah. After this, yeah, yeah, I would recommend it. Like, so. yeah. Michael, Michael Palin been thumped into a canal by John Cleese and a big fish. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. Um, <laughs> there is a bit of a dance about it as well. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. You know, fair, fair play to them. I, 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 would, I would say, though, that it, that's an example of um, where you have 
dark times and uh you know growing up in um, the north of ireland we had a lot of dark times but the humor in the mm. north and the humor like uh, of, of the, the people in, the, in northern ireland is, is is second to none and it just so was like whoever did you know the the screenplay or the script writing and the directing and production of gander saw that as well mm-hmm. where uh, you know you have this kind of dark yeah. element to 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 everything you um you can bring something very humorous you have mm-hmm. to i think you have to otherwise we we just lie back and just mm-hmm. let oh. things roll over us yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. great one to start us off but actually uh, standing opposite Windsor Castle uh, when oh, I found yeah. out what was happening oh, on the right. yeah. 9-11. I'd visited, um, I was visiting at NatWest Branch, NatWest Windsor Branch. So in the morning, I passed this really posh, on the way to the branch, I passed this really posh hi-fi television shop. And I thought, well, when I come out, I'm going to have a go and have a look in there because I like looking at hi-fi and telly and things like that. <laughs> So anyway, I'd finished what I needed to do in the branch and I came out and it was about 22, 10 to 2. And I thought, that television shop looks very, very popular because it was just surrounded by people. Yeah. <laughs> they were doing, looking through the windows of the, the shop window and looking at the pictures that, you know, were on the, this, these massive B&O TV screens. And I said, uh, I thought, what's going on here? And I could see like a picture of a... Uh, the, what I now know was, was the twin, one of the twin towers with smoke coming out of it. And I said to one of the guys there, and obviously in Windsor, most people, if they're not locals, they're going to be uh, uh, tourists, and they're, they're more often than not, they're going to be American. And the guy said, the damn somebody's have just nuked the something, something tower. And that's how I remember. Mm. And then I got in the car. Uh, and then so it was Simon Mayo, and he, he was explaining that he, he was just saying, like, the second he was watching television pictures, and the DJ on the radio, Simon Mayo, was saying, I can't believe what I'm seeing, but the second tower has just collapsed. Well, the, the tower has collapsed. Mm-hmm. Terrible day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to say, I, d- I didn't watch, I, I'm an avid um, follower of the news and current affairs. Um, David, David will yeah. vouch for that. And um, I'm constantly on CNN, Twitter, BBC News. Uh, but I never watched, I didn't watch the news. I turned it off after I saw what happened. I turned the, the TV off for two days. I never watched the thing because I just couldn't take it in. I just couldn't mm-hmm. take it in. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to watch this gander because... That'll be really interesting, or you know, to see it from yeah. the perspective of people who have, are, are are basically out in the arse end of nowhere in Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and, yeah. Um, and it's the realization um, they have that they could have easily been victims. Yeah. 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 First of all, it's their confusion and their relief, and then <clears throat> their concern for everybody that has been a victim. It's, yeah, very poignant show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, well worth a watch. Paige, before we move off, is is there so we provide a little playlist, a, a song from each of the albums we pick. Um, is there um, one in particular you might think of uh, 
Come from away. Oh gosh, that's a tricky one. Just just let me know Probably afterwards. Afterwards. Well you can let me know later if you want. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. I'll think. Okay. That's good. <laughs> okay. That's got me thinking for mine now as well. I forgot that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're lucky because he doesn't say that to everyone. <laughs> he normally wants it on the spot, don't you, Dave? So I do, I do. But there we go. Nepotism. <laughs> okay, over to the Joneses. Okay, so the first, firstly, this is quite hard for me. I love going to the musicals, and whereas obviously the person sat behind, beside me does not. Um, uh, so this is quite a hard choice. There's just so many that you could choose. Um, like. Uh, I won't even go into them, but yeah, this is a really tough decision. I'd just like to say before I actually say the ones that I've chosen. But um, so yeah, the first one I think my favourite is a chorus line. Uh, oh, great choice! Yeah, I um so yeah, I just made some notes for you know well done. of uh, what it's about for those that don't know. Well, but on, unlike your dad, you've come prepared. Yeah, <laughs> nice he's well pushed aside now. Um, so yeah, it was um, it's written by Marvin Hamlish, who's a quite a, um, massively acclaimed um, composer. We talked about the way we were before we started recording, and he wrote that um, for Barbara Streisand. Um, he um, he started his career actually on Broadway as a piano player for Barbara Streisand when she was rehearsing for Funny Girl and. She, he was her musical director in that back in the 60s. Um, so uh, unfortunately he's passed away now, um, actually in about 2012-13. Um, but yeah, the, a chorus line was written um, in 1975. Um, so it was written by Marvin Hamlish and then directed by Michael Bennett and Bob Avian. And I don't know if you've seen the um, show, but it's quite um, iconic choreography as well that supports the whole show. Um, so the story is basically um, set on stage in a bare Broadway theatre in the time that it was written for, so in the 1970s. And you definitely get that feel like the costumes haven't changed and the set design haven't changed since the 70s. It's all remained pretty raw. Um, but yeah, so it's centred around 17 dancers. They're all auditioning for a chorus line. So there's no big stage, there's no big sets or anything. The whole way through it's, it's honestly just raw performance of song and dance um with some dialogue as well um right up until the end um number which is one singular sensation which is the number that everyone knows um so throughout the the show and i can see why some people can't take to it because it is as i said just raw song and dance but it sort of tells the lives of each of these performers and um, what they've had to go through to get to where they are and why they're there on auditioning for this chorus line. So you have all the stories. It can, it does get quite deep into um, sort of uh, one of the guys is struggling because he's homosexual. He came up to his parents and they didn't accept him, but this is who he is. So he's there on his own. There's one lady who, like in her opinion, she's passed it. She's This is one last hurrah, just trying to see if she can make it one girl who just really, really wants to be the lead of the chorus line, one girl that's too short, she's four foot, not typical dancer. So there's all of these stories and you really get to know these characters throughout the whole thing. And um, I mean, 
It, um, so it was first on Broadway in 1975. It transferred to the West End in 76, and then it was revived um, in, on Broadway in 2006 and in the West End in 2013, where I got a little bit obsessed with it, to be honest. I went four times in its run, and it was on from February till September. And I think the first time I went to see it was in June. And a bit like Paige said about um, queuing up for your £20 tickets, I just took myself off. It was on at the Palladium uh, on a Saturday afternoon. Got myself some chocolates and went and sat in the front row um, on my own um, watching a chorus line. And I was honestly blown away, I think, because, and I keep saying it about how raw the performances are, but it's like the end number is what most West End shows are the whole way through. And mm. I think what Chorus Line does, especially with the music, is it strips everything back. And it just really allows you to appreciate everything that goes into a, a musical. Um, I mean, me, the music is, the, the, the arrangements are sublime. Um, but I think it just really allows you to appreciate then that, that end number um, that they do, which is just like, wow when it all comes together it really is so impactful and i think it's so important that they, they save that to the end um so that you you know you leave like you leave wowed um i can see what it's, it's not a musical for everyone don't get me wrong i've taken friends there and they've been like what have you brought me to like one of those four times um so yeah that was my choice really um yeah, I think standout songs from it, as I said, one singular sensation. There's a whole lovely montage in the middle that is about four or five uh, sort of songs along, um, which is really beautiful. And then what I did for love is another um, is another big song that's from it, uh, well known. Um, but my my favourite was music in the mirror. It's um, it, it's a part song and quite a lot of dance. Um, through it, but it's it's really quite moving when you see it all brought together with the dance. Um, it actually, yeah, it brought me to tears the first time I saw it when I was on my own because it was just quite a lot. But I'm obviously using. So. That's, that's actually no, that's a, Charlotte. That's a great choice, and mm. uh, without coming over all Wayne's sleep, um, <laughs> I have, I have, I. I, I, I I, I have seen I have seen a chorus line. Yeah. So when I was yeah yeah when I was down in London, uh, yeah. I I absolutely bombarded myself with uh, with with musicals in the West End. Uh, what I would say about the chorus line is you're you're bang on the money. If if it was your first ever musical, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be advisable because it's just okay. it's full on. No, yeah. exactly. You, you, you know, gently kind of introduce yourself to, I don't know, um, oh God, I don't know, maybe Cabaret or Chicago. Chicago, Cabaret is a wee bit, there's a, there's a wee bit of a darker element to that. Yeah. Something like Chicago. <laughs> um, but but uh, a chorus line is, yeah, it's it shows the pure raw talents of, of those who are in the production. Mm. Of what what they can do, you know. Um, I loved it for that reason. I wouldn't like yourself. I wouldn't go back see it two, three, four times. But yeah. um, 
great choice great choice though yeah. Yeah. i always remember I, I saw a show as well a long time ago more recently the movie there's a film of it as well all right yeah yeah my I, the, the choreography you're right the choreography is something that always stands out to me and mm-hmm. i always remember i think it's one of the first few songs it's i can do that or that i can do something i like. hope i get it yeah that, yeah a bit of a yeah. there, isn't it? and it's yeah, yeah. And that one, I don't know, but that just resonated with me, and I always remember that one. But yeah, your your dad would love it. I think it would. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the film? At? Oh, you don't watch films either, Alan? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I've got the film on DVD, so you could watch it. I've never actually seen the film, funnily enough. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to see. I'd love to see. You know, like a goggle box version of Charlotte. And Alan going to see a chorus line. <laughs> yeah. That would That'd be, be great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got a feeling that Michael Douglas is in the film as well, which is Yeah, it is isn't him. it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Strange to think that he was in that, but um yeah. Yeah, yeah I've never seen it. I should watch it probably. Yeah, yeah. No, not one that I've seen. Um, no. I've seen the film. Nor me, David. I've, I have seen the film, though, to, to be fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Paige, have you seen it? I've seen it. I haven't seen it. No, I know quite a few of the songs. Mm. Yeah. The songs do cr- pretty well. Quite I did know that the song that you said was the finale. One Singular Sensation. Oh. One Singular <laughs> Sensation. <laughs> That's the one. Another one. Wow. Perfect. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you sang that in the film, Alan, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. You sang that in the film. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. I knew I recognised you. Excellent. Brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. Well, great. Oh, look. And the passion coming from you as well, Charlotte. Was, uh, like, yeah. like having Rebecca <laughs> as we had last week. Yeah. <laughs> Got to make up for it. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Darren, cue you. Okay, well, I've gone for, I guess what you'd call these days, um, a modern musical compared to some. Uh, it's highly controversial, uh, or it was at the time. I think it's not, not so bad now. But if I was to say there was a musical based on the religious text of the Latter-day Saint movement, oh, okay. um, oh, the writings of ancient prophets who lived on the American continent in 600 BC, you'd think, how can you make a musical about that? But it's the, um, it is the controversial musical from the creators of South Park and it's hey. Mormon. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Created by Matt Stone, Trey Parker, and Robert Lopez, who was, there's another musical I very nearly picked called Avenue Q, and he was the, oh, the mastermind amazing. behind that. Yeah. Um, I went to see this. I've seen it twice now. I, I want to go and see it another 10 times. It's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Um, it, there's a lot of elements of that kind of South Park humour in it. Uh, it was first staged in 2011, um, and it just follows two Latter-day Saints missionaries, really, and they attempt to preach the faith of the church to a remote village in Uganda. Uh, they were dreaming of Disneyland or Florida, you know, California, somewhere nice, but they ended up in Uganda. Um they're challenged by a lack of interest from the locals in Uganda. And it's actually, it covers some really kind of serious topics as well. It's, um, they're talking about in Uganda, the more pressing issues they've got, like HIV, famine, uh, FGM as well, female genital mutilation. Um, and 
it's all done with their unique brand of humor and they pull it off mm -hmm. really really well in my eyes um it's now grossed over 500 million dollars it's one of the wow. most successful musicals of all time and it's recently overtaken uh 42nd street oh wow yeah it's the 14th longest running broadway show so wow. which is phenomenal for a show that's only been around for 10 years yeah um, i've got of course i love the soundtrack and i have a copy on uh -huh. vinyl i bet there's not many uh vinyl copies shown off tonight and it is in oh not that one because that's on the record <laughs> i was just playing it uh, i know alan appreciates a good color we've got oh nice, yeah nice gold vinyl Ooh, nice. Yeah. that's a bit that's a bit flash it's all right isn't it it's all right but it's just brilliant i mean from the very first track uh, which introduces about 20 missionaries. It's, hello, my name is Elder Price, and it's bang, 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 and they're all spotted um, for their own little bits, and it's just brilliant. And there's some really dodgy songs on there. <laughs> Not dodgy Dude, as in bad, but dodgy yeah. as in lyrics, yeah. Um, it's like, I wouldn't recommend for our playlist Tasa Diga Ibowai, but it is my <laughs> favourite song on the LP. <laughs> so maybe we will. Maybe we will put it on. And you've got yeah. turn it off like a light bulb. They're talking about one of the missionaries who is he decides to come out as gay, as homosexual. And they're talking about you can't be gay, you can't be gay in Uganda. Turn it off like a light bulb. Just change yeah. your sexuality, just like that. Uh, but <laughs> it is, and that's why I say it's kind of sad park humor, because they cover some really sensitive subjects, but not very sensitively. Yeah. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it, I seriously recommend you've got to see it. Uh, the song you might know on it is I Believe. I Believe was the one that was doing the rounds on TV. Yeah, so, well. it. so what do you think? Anyone seen it? Yes, nope. I, I went to see it. Um, I didn't really know much about it. I knew it was like a big hit. And my friend had a spare ticket. Um, and so we went to see the show. And I didn't know it was by South Park writers, or that it was South no. Park humour. I was just like, oh, nice, like, it'd be like a little musical about Mormons, like, I'm sure it'd be nice and cute and good fun. And I was just sat there like, okay. And there were some Americans sat in front of me and they left partway through. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Which oh. is, if you're not good with that sort of humour, it would be a struggle to sit through. I loved it yeah. and found it very funny. But yeah, if you're not realizing it's that humor, oh no, yeah, you'd be. Then there, there are some bits that you would definitely be like, oh. Only, there's only a few songs in, isn't it, where they start singing about maggots in your scrotums? You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, 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 completely. <laughs> that kind of show. Yeah, massively. So yeah, I had quite a shock when I went to see it, but um, yeah. great fun, really great fun, and like you said, it touches on a lot of important topics actually that most other musicals don't go near. Yeah, it does. I didn't, honestly, I didn't stop laughing for two hours. Yeah. And what they do, they do this brilliant thing on, if you're in London on a Saturday, I think they do it for yeah. a matinee and the evening. They have a tombola outside. That's what I do. We yeah. entered that one. We didn't even book it the second time. We just turned up to catch something. And we entered this tombola. And they pull out about, I think it's 25 pairs of tickets for the front yeah. row. And you get straight into the front row, £100 tickets, whatever they are. Um, and there wasn't very many people in the tombola that day. We were really lucky. So wow. Yeah. So, so you, paid, what, you paid to be in the tombola? No, it's all free. free no, you pay if you get a ticket. 
yeah. Wow. So that's what I've tried to do before, but I haven't been lucky. So I haven't seen it, but it's definitely one that's on my list. And now yeah. that you hear talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> really Highly recommended. Mm. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen it, but I remember, tell you a little story. When we were in New York, I forget how many years ago, Paige, it was a few years ago now, wasn't it? 2012. Uh, 2012. Um, and on this particular I think, day, I think you and mum and Becky had gone off to Macy's or something, or Bloomingdale's or something like that. And, that's about right. <laughs> and <I>, shopping, basically. <laughs> One of them. And they were shopping. Yeah. And, and uh, we were staying with friends, but I took Seth to Central mm. Park. And I think he had some, oh. some mm. blades um, to do a little bit of you know, skating around on the park, which is great. Rollerblade, roller but no sooner had we got in there, and just as in, on the south side of or southwest side of um, Central Park, they've got a load of um, baseball or softball pitches, and we go up and we see there's a bunch of people, there's several people, and it's like an organised thing. So I go up and have a look, and my eyes just caught the names of some of the teams. So what happens yeah. during the spring is all of the musicals, theatres, they have a softball league. Oh, and they play each the other, show. so Brilliant. so it was like wicked against newses. Yeah. There was um, <laughs> sort of Mad- Madeleine against whoever. You know, there's all of these crazy combinations. Yeah. So I called you guys, didn't you? And it didn't take yeah. you very long then to. I have never moved so quickly in my whole life. <laughs> to be honest, oh. like, oh, just all of the Broadway stars are here playing like baseball against each other, whatever it was. I've never. <laughs> Never got across New York that quickly ever, probably. <laughs> and and you'd just seen Newsies the night before, hadn't you, I think? Yeah, some... we seen Newsies the night before, oh. and they were like, all the boys from Newsies are here. <laughs> <laughs> Was there loads of actors you recognised, then? Um, not massively, to be fair. Oh, OK. <laughs> and the Newsies boys for that. We saw yeah. the Newsies ones. I was, yeah. I was pretty adamant I was standing near there, so... Oh, cool. Nice. You might have listened to the results when they come on the radio. <laughs> Wicked Rovers <laughs> Wolves! <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Mark, just making sure, I don't know, you've, 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 you're going to get to see this? Is this on your list, did you say? Um, so the Book of Mormon, absolutely. I, I, I'm a massive, massive fan of uh, South Park. Yeah. Huge fan. And uh, I, I don't give a shit about PC. You've worked <laughs> with me. Mark, you, would, you would love it. You'll you would love it then. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, David and Alan have worked with me, and uh, yeah, I think I've been almost sacked a couple of times. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I would say that uh, the Book of Mormon is is one hundred percent on my list. Um, and often, well, before lockdown, anyway, you know, you've I've gone down to London, and you're on the underground, and you see the you know, the, the placards for it, uh, along with Wicked. Wicked is well um, sold on the underground in, in London. <clears throat> and the Book of Mormons, yeah, very much on my list. I'd love to see it. I haven't seen it. But if it's anything like South Park or Team America, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm <laughs> it is, it's in. exactly that sort of thing on the stage. Yeah. The real yeah. It's brilliant. We, yeah. we, we, we need more of that. 
And and you know, I've I've been to Canada, and Canadians do talk like that. You know, yeah. their heads separate from their lower half. <laughs> so. Yeah, and you're always trying to kill Kenny as well, aren't you? Cool, yeah, Kenny. well, I've got a Kenny. I've got a Kenny Parker. <laughs> in, in 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 memoriam. <laughs> the chef. You bastard. Oh yeah. Chocolate. What was it? That's chocolate filly ball. Yeah, so gum, my chocolate, my salty ball. Your daughter's there, Alan. Yeah. Behave. That was a big deal. Chef is voiced by yeah. Isaac Hayes as well, right? That was a big yeah, Isaac, yeah, Isaac Hayes. Yeah. 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 Star, Starvin Marvin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas oh boy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. now they're all coming back. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Right. <laughs> I think Mark's just stringing this out so he doesn't have to do his musical. Oh, rumble. <laughs> I'm absolutely dreading this. <laughs> I, I, I've never dreaded um, an episode as much. Right, okay, on to me. Uh, right, I'll make it quick and snappy. Come out in 68, the musical fantasy film. <clears throat> I'm not even going to attempt to um, uh, try the accent, but I'm sure Alan will. <laughs> um, he was also in Mary Poppins, Dick Van Dyke. Uh, yeah, I know what's that. Benny Hill was in it. Oh. Uh, Barbara Windsor was in it. Yeah, I know what it is. is. Lionel, Lionel Jeffries was in it. <laughs> exactly. So it's all about um, it's around the, the early 1900s. An old clapped out racing car that's uh, Caractacus. Uh, Takes, yeah, the, the very man. He he takes, and for his kids, he he does up, and uh, everything else turns magical. It's a bit like bed knobs and broomsticks, and I, mm-hmm. these these two films I used to love when I was a kid. Um, it um yeah, it came out in nineteen sixty eight, I believe, and um, yeah, I, I I don't want more to say about it. If, if we're going for a music yeah. list, if we're going for a, a song from this, I'd go for a truly scrumptious. Oh, oh yes, I love that one. Have you said the name? Yet? Have I have I have I said what? The name of the <laughs> musical. Oh, sorry, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. We <laughs> love you. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I got carried away with it all. I, I, I just think it's 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 um it's wonderful. It holds many fond memories for me. Uh, mainly in my youth, I used to love it. You know, coming onto the TV, I I was absolutely shit scared of the child catcher. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Didn't like I, I, didn't I, like that I, guy at all. I really mentioned him. He freaks me out. <laughs> Even and now. Then, <laughs> and then lollipops. Lollipops. And then there's there's a better sweet turn to it. Um, my 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 ex-wife and I were um were about to split up. My my daughter, uh, Kate. Catherine didn't know anything about us splitting up, and um, we'd we'd already planned to go to see Chitty Chitty Bang Bang at the Edinburgh Playhouse, and we went to see it, and it was just it was actually it was the first time, I, first and only time I've seen it on on the stage. Mm. It was epic, absolutely epic. Uh, my daughter was blown away with it, as was I, and. Uh, for um for those two hours it, it it took me away to um to childhood with my child I, it was it was lovely 
and uh, I can't say more than that. It's it's just um, the film itself is great. Dick Van Dyke. I hope he lives till he's one hundred and fifty. Yeah, <laughs> he has you know? to. What? Yeah, he has to. He, he such, such, such a great guy, yeah. and uh, so many memories he's left with us all through the, mm-hmm. the uh, generations. So yeah, yeah. Um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is in there with the Book of Mormon and Gander. Yeah, nice. I absolutely, yeah, I really, really liked Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. We went to watch it some 15 years ago or so, I think. It might be the same run mark. It was at the Palladium. Yep. And we had, um, we took Jacob when he was little, my eldest when he was little, and Gary Wilmot was playing Caractacus Potts. Yes. Uh, Wayne Street. Yeah. Yeah, Is that the same one? Yep, yep. Yeah. Wayne Sleep, I think, was a child catcher when we saw it. Oh, yeah. He was really good at that as well. And the night we went, the shitty had um, technical problems. They had to stop oh, the show. No. Uh, oh. I think 25 minutes or so, they stopped the show halfway through Act 1. Or towards the oh. end of So for the AA? Take off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got a photograph somewhere of Jacob meeting Gary Wilmot afterwards. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh. I, 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 I remember Chitty uh, coming down, you know, the wings open and, you know, the, the part where Chitty uh, starts to fly. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and uh, as a grown man, I would have been thirty-three years of age then. Yeah, um, getting very emotional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Mark, it's a car hanging from the ceiling <laughs> with a couple of wings. <laughs> Catch yeah. yourself on. <laughs> but it didn't just hang, did it? That was the emotional part. It, that oh, exactly. Yeah, it came yeah, out of brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. No, it has Musical numbers, isn't it? I mean, I only I've not seen it. I have seen the film. I have not seen it on the stage. But, yeah, I've seen it on the stage. But what's the um? Da, 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 um Usher by mountain. Usher by mountain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's one of those. When I watch a musical, that's normally the sort of song that I switch off a little bit. But I don't with Usher by Mountain. Yeah. Uh, I don't about it, but I just it, it's captivating. I love it. Yeah. There, there, is, there are so many facts about uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as well. Um, I, have, I have to give you, I don't, I don't want to bore the arse here, but this is really interesting. It was, it was actually, Ian Fleming was involved in it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. <clears throat> as well, the James Bond guy, uh, as well was uh, Roald Dahl. Right. And uh, Roald Dahl went uh, to, no, let, let me think now here. So uh, Ian Fleming, very heavy drinker and smoker, died of a heart attack, or he had a heart attack when he was 53. Um, His son Casper said to him, Daddy, you love James Bond more than you love me. Uh, He often referred to his son Casper as 003 and a half. (laughs) So he, he, he decided to write in longhand a series of children's stories he first called the magical car, and that's where Caractacus Potts and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang came oh. from. It all came out of that. Oh, wow. there, there's, there's so much about it, and then Roald Dahl wrote the script, and um, they threw it back at him saying it was a piece of shit. They didn't like oh. it at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, Fleming, Fleming wrote the original book, didn't he? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right, yeah. Uh, there's so much. Phil Collins was an extra in the film. Whoa. Oh, no. Yeah, he he was the drummer sitting on the back seat. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Didn't see that coming in the air. <laughs> no, <laughs> no yeah. he was he, 
He was he was an extra. Uh, he was sixteen years of age. He was cast as an extra, as one of the Bulgarian children who stormed the castle at the end of the film. Wow! Oh, that's in the Yeah. <laughs> no, you're getting mixed up with Tash with with Tashiki's castle. He was in that. The Keshi's Castle. Yeah, yeah. Castle. He was, yeah he, just, he auditioned for that, Mark. <laughs> and, 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 and last fact of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in the film. Dick Van Dyke was older than his dad in the <laughs> film. Amazing. Wow. Who, who was none other than Lionel Jeffries. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I actually to where it was filmed. Um, yeah, you have. It's a village called Turvey in um, Buckinghamshire. Oh, yeah. Where the windmill is. And it's a very, very steep hill, let me tell you, because I walked up it stupidly. <laughs> uh, and it's in the same village as where uh, Vicar of Dibley was shot as well. Oh, oh, oh I love the Vicar of Dibley. Lovely pub mm, there as well. Brilliant. So, you put a book on home on the. The About church, Turby, yeah. You book on, book the... No, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Very good. <laughs> down, down, down. <laughs> Mark, good one. Hey, you've got one done. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, really. Yeah, Thanks for the God. I'm going for a lie down in the dark room now. <laughs> 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 it's it's one you've seen as well, Mark. So that's, that's it, it is, it is, yeah. it is, it is. I'm, I'm a second choice, as one I've seen as well. But uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, we love we, you. We, we love you. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Paige, we're going around the loop again. Your turn. Oh, that was quick. Um, my second one, I, I really struggled with choosing the second one because I get really tempted to choose ones that I've been in because I always feel like a weird, I don't know if you have connected. this dad, where you have this bit, like connection yeah. to ones that we've done. Yeah. So I was so torn to do ones that we've done. But my second one probably just had to be Hamilton. Oh yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. We knew somebody would do it. Excellent. I know, I know. It was also yeah. like the most obvious answer, but I was like, I've just got to be that person. Yeah, it's but it's just great, incredible. isn't it? It is great though. So yeah, obvious, but it's got to be there. It's great, you know. Yeah, it's well worth it yeah. <laughs> being there. Yeah. It definitely is. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I because I didn't know about that much about it when it first came out, which must have been like 2015. Yeah, it would have been about that. Um, yeah. yeah, about that. And I remember Bex being mad about it. Like my sister, she was, she was a massive fan. And for a while, I just didn't like click on. And I discovered it just before we went to Washington DC. It must have been. I just learned about it and then fell in love with it and was just listening to it on repeat. And then I must have annoyed mum and dad so much that holiday, being like, "We have to see the Declaration of Independence. We have to go and see all this stuff. Wanting to go and see anything that was to do with the founding fathers of America." Because I just was totally clued up on American history <laughs> from yeah. listening to it, but it was it was just so different the whole rap style of it all. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. Have you yeah, seen it, it a few times? Sorry, David. So you've seen it a few times? Only twice. Okay. <laughs> Very much. Did you know? Did, did you know? Did you know? Interesting fact. Yeah. Well, I might I might not be to you, but. So the uh, Declaration of Independence, I believe, was 1776. Mm -hmm. The height of Freedom Tower is exactly 1,776 feet high. Oh, oh. Really? Yeah. And, and it's, you know, the big spike at the top of it. 
Yeah. That makes a one seven seven six. Yeah, yeah. Did deliberately, yeah. And that's it. Good, good night. This is where I drop them. This is where I drop the mic. I drop yeah. the mic. Done your Phil Collins. Done your tower. Yeah. Oh, is that amazing? Yeah. 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 yeah so, actually, so go ahead. No, no, go on. Go on. I, 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 just talking about the music and the different style. I had um, yeah. like Luna, who we met on the podcast last week, my daughter, she played it uh, endlessly in the car, yeah. in the kitchen, in a bedroom. And I knew it really, really well as the soundtrack before we went to see it. Yeah. Until I went to see it, it didn't make sense. It made, well, it made sense, but you could put a lot more context to it. And mm. it made such a difference to actually go and see it. Even though we were up in the gods, I should go and see it again, really. But yeah. I've seen it on Disney Plus since. Has anyone seen that one? Yeah, oh, yeah, I've seen it on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really good on there, isn't it? Obviously, because it's yeah. shot close up. Yeah. We were watching it not long ago, and I was saying how the dancers get, like, no credit, but they are just non-stop the whole way through. There's yeah, people yeah. in the background, like, the whole time, just, like, running around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. always people that you can see in the background. I've only yeah. seen it on Disney Plus. And I need to see it in real life because I feel like this. I I think if I'd already seen it in real life and then watched it on Disney Plus, I would feel a massive appreciation for it. Because but because I'm only watching it on a screen, I feel like yeah, I can't take it all in. No. Yeah, really immerse yourself in it. Doing so, it that way around, I think you'd have to get good seats, so she might be disappointed. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was so high up. <laughs> It was really hard to see the revolving floor and all the action going on. It was hard to yeah. pick it up. So if I saw it again, I'd want to be down in the stalls a bit closer. But... Yeah, it's really steep up in the gods, isn't it? And I think yeah. they've changed the theatre before they opened it and to try and get more seats in. And yeah. I think you can I think you can really tell. I'm pretty sure it was that theatre. And I'm pretty sure you, you can just tell that yeah. it's very, like... Yeah, it was really yeah. cramped. Yeah, it was yeah. the most uncomfortable show I've ever watched. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, they just figured it, didn't they? And yeah, it, yeah. Like, they were they'd literally taken the roof off of the theatre. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It was, get more seats in. So cool. I don't know why they didn't just pick another theatre. I know. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them. <laughs> but, there's a fair few, I'm sure. Exactly. <laughs> so you may not realise, Paige, but that is where your mum and I met opposite the Victoria. Palace in uh, a yeah. bank of the Nat West. Yeah, I remember you pointing out when we went to the show. Is that Victoria NP? No, no, uh, a one six nine Victoria. But you were both working in the same bank. Were you? Yeah, we or... met. We met in the same bank, and oh. and we and and it stayed that way until we got engaged, and then they they moved Claire on. Oh, right. As is there one? Yeah, you had to in those days, just in case. Yeah. You. Uh, it's for own protection. You and then you could rob the bank you know? wow. yeah. yeah i mean david and claire are definitely those types of people Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> they never found out <laughs> okay on to some uh, uh, on to to charlotte then i think you're doing the second choice as well for the joneses I, I, yeah i am taking choice again oh, no. no comment thank you <laughs> <laughs> so the second one that i've gone for as i said earlier so many to choose from um but the second one i've gone for is gypsy um mm -hmm. which is i go through little obsessions 
uh, I saw this one on multiple occasions when it was on in the West End with Imelda Staunton. Uh, it was on at the Savoy Theatre. Um, so for those who don't know, Gypsy is loosely based on the memoirs of striptease artist Gypsy Rose Lee. Um, but the, the main focus of the musical is on her mother, Rose, who um, basically has two children, two girls, and she's uh, trying to um, live her dreams by pushing them, um, but also then wants to be a star by the end of it. It's, um, it's a very interesting musical. Uh, the music is by Julie Stein and the lyrics by Stephen Sondine. So quite um, huge billing there on um, on the actual creation um, of, of the musical. So it's, I think it was first ar around uh, in 1959. So it's been going a very long time um, here and there. As I said, but I think I saw it back in 2015-16. And although there was obviously a strong story there, and it was, it's you know, when I saw it played by Imelda Staunton, she played the role of Mama Rose. She is an amazing actress anyway, so she just completely embodied the whole thing. Um, I remember there was an actual, like, real-life dog as well that they had on stage um, well. playing playing a role which was interesting. Um, and she even came out in amongst the audience as well, um, as you know, from behind you, if you were in the stalls, um, onto the stage. So it was it was quite an immersive experience, shall we say. Um, so I just think musically throughout, it's, uh, it's very emotional. Um, the kind of standout songs are Rose's Turn, which is at the end. So it's where basically her daughters have just more or less disowned her in a way. Um, and she sort of comes back to sort of give her, I think her shining moment, shall I say, of I do. Her swan? Her swan song. That's it, her swan song. That's exactly what it is. Um, and she gives it her everything. And I just remember being in the theatre watching that and um it, it starts off rose's turn very sort of quietly and non-script and then suddenly she goes first into like a huge song and then behind her was just like the curtain lifted up and there was this huge r with lights and so it was like her moment and that really gave me um goosebumps um what i have to say when i was in the theater um i probably am not doing it justice by any means um, but yeah, I think it, not necessarily for the story, but for the music and and overall um, musical. I think that's why it's my number two. Yeah. It's, it's interesting you say that because my final choice is down to the music mm. and not necessarily the uh, the script. And yes. so, you know, so many of our choices have been down to the script. Yeah. So much of it being quite heavy, heavy script like Hamilton. Hamilton is very, very intense. Yeah. And then what was it? Hades Hades Land. What was it? Hades 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 Hades. Yeah. Hades. What? Yeah. Last week, wasn't it? Yeah. But the one you've just chosen, you know, the one you've just chosen there is is music. Mm, yeah. And uh, sometimes you go to something and. My last choice, just like yours there now, is all about the music. It's absolutely all about the music. You couldn't care 
anything about anything else that's going on on the stage. Yeah, exactly. It, it yeah. just music is is what makes it what it is. Yeah, you're so like your dad. Only you're more articulate. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you don't. And, you, and, you... <laughs> and I don't crack strange jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you and you're 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 much more PC. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're not. He needs locked up. Have you noticed as well? I quickly were flying through tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if there's any correlation there or not. But <laughs> have you noticed he's been so well behaved tonight? Yeah. He has. Has yeah, yeah. Oh my god. You wouldn't believe it. Charlotte, you wouldn't believe it. You you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> the filth that comes out of that man's Wow. <laughs> but I suppose going back to Gypsy, <laughs> um, it's a show. I don't know anything about it really, apart from the synopsis you gave. I know who it's about, but it's a show I really want to see, and I've had for a mm. long time. But and to see Imelda Staunton must have been brilliant. And yeah. I saw yeah. her in Sweeney Todd opposite Michael Ball. Up uh -huh. in oh wow, that was amazing, and she was fantastic. Yeah, and I'd love yeah. to have seen her in that as well. So. If it gets revived with her again, I'll be back. Yeah, definitely. And I was supposed to see her in Hello Dolly, actually, oh, yeah. um, last year. I think, I, don't, I can't remember the theatre, but obviously with everything that's happened, um, it wasn't even like it's been postponed. It was just completely cancelled, which is oh, really yeah. sad. Um, so I was really looking forward to seeing that. But yeah, she was an amazing, um, she was amazing in that, I have to say. Yeah. Surely it was all downhill after a, a Acorn Antiques, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that the same woman? I don't know. No, that's Judy Walters. That was yeah. 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 Walters that's right. No, but she was Imelda Staunton was in uh was she? briefly. Briefly. She was Acorn Antiques. Oh, very, very briefly, yeah. A bit like you know, a bit like Judy Walters. I don't I don't want to put the girls off here, but I I've got a a soft spot for Imelda Staunton. I think she's um She's a massively talented uh, person, she, and, uh, and and she, her middle names are Mary Philomena Bernadette. Yes. I wonder where. Mm -hmm. I, I wonder. I wonder if she's half Irish. <laughs> Paige, your I, sister I went to see this. Sorry, sorry, go on, Mark. I, I think she might be. Thank you. Right. She is. Her parents are first generation Catholic immigrants from County Mayo. There you go. Well, there, well, there you are now. Diddly eye. Diddly eye. So I was just going to ask Paige, your sister was a big fan? Yeah, yeah, she was. She loved it. She, I'm sure she saw the same one, didn't she? With the man yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she, yeah. she raved. Yeah. Um, I'm sure yeah, she I saw it more than once. Is it still running at all at the moment, that show? No. No. Was, no. That was the last time that it was on, and it yeah. had a run of maybe like a year, maybe not. Yeah, it wasn't that long, was it? No, okay. no, it wasn't that long. Mm. Did well to see it. Yeah. Let me see your treasures, Gypsy. Is that one? Of no, that's Borat. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the famous musical Borat. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, there will be Borat in the time, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. I was I was I was going to say there was a nice segue from Imelda Imelda Staunton and her um 
and her family to um, a chap who we'd lost in the last couple of days. Because oh. after all, this is a, a musical podcast. Um, Paddy Maloney. Uh, big shout out to um, him and, and the chieftains and all they've given us. Uh, Paddy died a couple of days ago. He was the um, he played the Ellen pipes, uh, the tin whistle, and anything else he could get his hands on, like the bar on. But um, yeah, he passed away a few days ago. So there you go. Um, I'd like to dedicate this particular podcast to Paddy Maloney himself. Nice. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And let's all listen to a bit of the Chieftains once we uh, clock off today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were were on the telly, used to be on the telly quite often, didn't they? Oh, God. Yeah. 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 It'd be half an hour with the Chieftains. Yeah. Or that would be on, say, some, some show. There's a great album they have, and they collaborated with the likes of um, the Rolling Stones, Van Morrison, Sting. Uh, oh my God! You know <clears throat> the the best, the best of the best. Mm. They, they did a, a fantastic version of the Rocky Road to Dublin with the Rolling Stones. If you do anything. Before you go to bed tonight, listen to the uh, the Chieftains and Rolling Stones version of the Rocky Road to Dublin. It's fantastic. I'm writing that down now. Yes, yeah. same. <laughs> Not forget. Yeah. Like, whenever, whenever we get each other tips on here, they're normally pretty good, aren't they? So. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's a cracking album. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Thank okay. You very much. Mark, I did cut you off, sorry, earlier on. Anything else you wanted to chip in about Gypsy? No, fine. Move on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving over Move to on. Darren, your your last choice. Okay, thank you. And this is the penultimate one of the night, is that right? Correct, yeah. So I'm hoping I'm not giving any... Uh, give, well, it won't matter anyway, but I'm just going to mention a few that I really, really deliberated long and hard over that I wanted to put in here, really. And a couple with Lena. Lena, um, who was on with us last show, talked about what she would have done if she could have made it tonight. And she put uh, Beetlejuice down, which is a stunning soundtrack. Um, And also Percy Jackson, the musical, which she loves the soundtrack for, and I still haven't heard it. It's not been over here yet. I think it's only, I think I'm right in saying it's only been on Broadway. Um, But that would have been her two choices, so they're worth a listen. But I wanted to put in... um, my most watched musical is Wicked, and that didn't get in. Six, I wanted to put in. Oh, um, yeah. Um, Grease, I love Grease, but I just Grease. thought it wasn't right for this. Um, so they're the kind of ones I whistled down from to this last one. Um, this might be a bit of a spoiler, but this show is a, almost called They Came From Denton High. Um, <laughs> it was changed at the last minute, which you'll find out about in a minute. Um, it opened in 1973 in the Royal Court Theatre, but it was banished to upstairs. It was only a 63-seat theatre. Uh, it was there for a month, and a very a chap you might know called Tim Curry had the starring role at the time. Mark's done it. It was moved then to a bigger theatre, which had, uh, I think, about 100 seats, and then it was moved to other locations, and it grew and grew and grew. Um, now, a lot of people like to dress up to go to the theatre, um, certainly maybe the older generation these days, but um, 
this show shows no bounds at all in that respect. Um, a lot of people will be, they'll go dressed as a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. So <laughs> it is, of course, the Rocky Horror Show, not to be confused with the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which was the film a couple of years later. Um, it's just balmy, completely and utterly balmy. But it's brilliant. And we were talking about the music a minute ago, influencing our choices. And I think with this one, it was certainly the music that dragged me to it to start with. Obviously, I'd have, personally, I think thinking back, I'd have watched the film first. That would have got me into it. I didn't see the show for probably, well, yeah, it would have been quite a bit later. Uh, but I've now seen it five, six, seven, eight times, probably. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Gone dressed up a couple of times, but I'm always a little, <laughs> bit, um, little bit reserved in what I decide to wear. What? Uh, so, yeah, so obviously Tim Curry did it originally. He did it in the film. He's reprised it a few times. Um, and we know the big songs from it are Let's Do the Time Warp, Sweet yeah. Transvestite, I mentioned. Um, Whatever Happened to Saturday Night, oh, which that. is Meatloaf in the film, a very famous you know, Eddie when he comes on on his motorbike. Uh, I'm going home. Damn it, Janet. There's so many. Damn it, Janet. I like great Damn it, Janet. And this was a record store day release. Ah, oh, oh, the movie. Okay. It's a lovely cool. picture. This pretty cool, isn't it? Oh, that is. Oh, that's that is. You know, out of all the episodes, out of all the episodes we've recorded, yeah, that is that is the most impressive. Pretty cool, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. For those in black and white, it's just behind the brown ball. <laughs> yeah. That, sorry, Darren, yeah. can you just get that out again? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, take a photo so uh, folk can see. Here we go. Oh, no. it's, just, it's not happened so well the second time. That is so, so cool. I'll just wait for Alan to sit down. That is so cool. Okay, that's great. I've got it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Oh, wow. Oh, Joe, I think I've got that one somewhere as well. Yeah. Excellent. That's really nice. Yeah. And it's obviously, it's got massive cult status now and cult following. But beyond that, it's, it's said to have been a massive influence on counterculture and sexual liberation movements mm -hmm. from the 60s onwards. And the first popular musical to depict fluid sexuality, which is still a big thing now that people are struggling with that. You know. Oh, we're, we're we're all into our fluid sexuality in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pint of, nice. a, a pint of peroni and a, and a bit of fluid sexuality there, uh, <laughs> Exactly, yeah. And there was, um, just before I finished babbling, there was um, a quote from Tim Curry or a conversation where he said he lived on Paddington Street, which is just off Baker Street. And he said there was an old gym a few doors away. And he saw Richard O'Brien, obviously we know Richard O'Brien, the crystal maze, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, he saw Richard O'Brien um, strolling down the street. He said he'd just been to the gym to see if he could find a muscle man who could sing. Um, and he asked him, Tim Curry asked him, why do you need him to sing? And he said, oh, we're doing a musical. Have a look at this. You might fancy being in it as well. And there you go. Tim Curry, loved it. <laughs> Tim Curry loved it and decided he'd do it. And it kind of personifies him now, doesn't it? It's his, yeah. his main role, doesn't it? Often requested at discos as well, the time warp. Yeah, yeah, I often yeah. bang that one out. 
Yeah. I have to say, when we um, embarked on this, right, let's do musicals, I absolutely knew, Darren, that you would choose the Rocky Horror Show. Did you? Yeah, 100%. Okay, what are you trying to say? <laughs> You're my kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. So you would have chosen it too, perhaps. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Just a step it's... to the left. Has anyone else seen it or gone and dressed up? Or is that just right. me? Right. Uh, so, um, I'd admit to. So I haven't seen it on stage, but I have seen it on TV. And I have been to a Rocky Horror themed night. Okay, and I, and, I, and I very much enjoyed getting under the old uh, stockings and heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I've got great legs. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a podcast outing. Sorry, from outing. From, from, yeah. from the waist up, I'm like seven months pregnant, but, you know, <laughs> it doesn't, but it doesn't um, matter. When you see it, when you go and see it live, it's it's a weird experience because you've got these sort of hardcore fans who yeah. will go all out, totally dressed up. But there's a whole there's an, an audience script, and every time that like, you've got the narrator, like you have in the movie, and every time the narrator says something, the audience it's like it's been rehearsed, and they all shout out these responses, wow. and it's absolutely brilliant. I think every time I mention Janet, I think they shout. The bitch, like that. No, they say she's a bitch or something like that. It is. It's, like, it's just a different experience. And if you go expecting a normal show again, don't you get the audience shouting things all the way through it? But it makes it. It's fantastic. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, it's always on tour. Go and see it. Yeah. After that, one of the, one of the quotes on the back of this album here. If you're watching in black and white. Yeah. Got gorgeous gals, thrills and chills, lots of laughs and sex. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all with Dr. Frankenfurter, who puts himself around a little bit. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Cheers. Yeah, family outing, or a, a, have a podcast outing. At least we can do one down here. Exactly. When it comes yeah. to the Plymouth next. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, I, on on my screen, right? What what happens is, um, it finally kind of reverts to David. It's almost like he's uh, like Magnus Magnuson, or uh, sorry, <laughs> or, or or Richard Dimbleby. You know, he's he's the compare, the major D. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're we're all going a bit mad, and then David brings us all back. Yeah, the glue to the to, to the center. To the okay, lads. Girls and guys, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Mark, I'll let you I'll let you off the leash. You can you can do what you want now with your you final. Can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you I'm fuming that Wicked's not in here. <laughs> no, yeah. can, we talk about, can we talk about the chieftains for half an hour? Ooh. <laughs> The album, by the way, I was referring to is called The Wide World Over. Right, before I get into the last one for the night. And it has the likes of it's got Sinead O'Connor, it's got Art Garfunkel singing Morning Has Broken. It's Paddy yeah. McGinty's goat on it. Paddy's McGinty's goat. Uh, 
from oh god was he what was he called uh Ron, Ron. oh no 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 val dunigan val no val no he's not in there but uh it's got um the long journey home which is fantastic featuring Elvis Costello. Mark, you're procrastinating. Just get on with yes, your I musical. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit, shit. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Musical. Right, my final choice for tonight is based solely on the, on, on the fact that I saw it in Edinburgh, oh, mother of God, six, seven years ago. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's called Anything Goes. Mm. Music and lyrics by Cole Porter. It's some of the best tracks you'll ever hear. Uh, I get a kick out of you. You're the top. Anything goes. Uh, I couldn't care less about what it was about, but the music absolutely stole me. Uh, I, I love that kind of 20s, 30s sort of um, <clears throat> vibe in the States. Uh, and I I, I just I was I was sucked completely into it. I can't say enough. Other than that, I'm no expert in um, you know musicals, but I saw anything goes, and I was completely taken simply by the soundtrack. And you know we talk about the soundtrack as aficionados yeah. of records and vinyl, but uh, you know Cole Porter. What more can you say about the guy? Uh, he wrote this for one show. Mm. What a genius! What an absolute genius. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Anything goes. And that's the story of my life, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think you're right. You Again, you're right to highlight the music because I think the plot's a little bit weak, isn't it, on this show? But the music... Incredibly weak. The yeah. Stunning. Uh, yeah. I did... I, I just, performed in this one. We're talking about shows we've done. Um, yeah. I did play... I think I've just looked up what his name was, but it was Moonface Martin. Public Enemy number 13. He's a bit of a gangster guy that's on board the ship for no apparent reason. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the music's stunning, isn't it? So it's it's very unlike it's very unlike those we've chosen before. Right. I've chosen two where the um jukebox plot musicals. It's 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 very, very yeah, yeah. It's very, very weak. Like mm. we will rock you, it's very, very weak, but the music is strong. Yeah. Everything goes, it's the same, it's the same thing. Um, you'll sit there. The one that says, you'll... like, you're the tops, you're the Coliseum. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How does that connect to the actual storyline, then? Well, he was sitting there, huh? Yeah, yeah go, go ahead. Go no, ahead, Dave. No, I was just going to say, it's only, it's only, it's like a like tying all of the Queen songs together for We Were Rock You. They, they just try and mesh them together anyway. They string them together in a way they yeah. can. I don't I think that's really the, it's not really the point, is it? It's about the no, music. I think it's a moment off the top of my head. I think it's where the two lead characters have had a bit of a disagreement and that's they it. get back together and decide they're in love. And it's one of those classic kind of romance musicals, really. Oh, right. it's, yeah, it's shit. Oh, <laughs> well, clearly not because you enjoyed it. Do what you really feel, Mark. Yeah, I actually, I tell you, I, I loved it, and I'll tell you why I loved it because. Um, and this is this is probably a good a good message to send out to everybody who has never been to a musical or 
would you know is is tempted by it when when we all kind of get out of this this kind of um post pandemic cage is is to go to these musicals or to go to these shows um it doesn't matter what it's about but get you know get to these shows mm. just get to them go see them yeah. um and enjoy them hate them whatever come back with with a bit of a, a view on them uh we're, we're all very lucky that we can you know put our hands in our pockets and we can afford to go and see these these shows mm. um anything goes probably i think it was about third or fourth show that i've ever seen on stage uh i just love the vibe it's it's a bit like a you know a gig going to see a gig you know um but it's got a script and it's got very talented people on the stage um helping you out with that story and that that song and rhyme so uh yeah that's that's my message tonight and live long and prosper beautiful you know. yeah. let's give a shout out to may, local theatres as well yeah, yeah. I may your I may your god go with you <laughs> but a day of Allen in there you know yeah could you chop up one of your digits please <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> love that yeah no well I said think that William Shatner's shot up into space as well Exactly. He finally got there. He's been trying a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bit of a strange shape for that rocket, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought exactly the same. Yeah. Ed, how did that ever get asked the design stage? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, well you know, you know the, the, the Earth is burning, right? The Earth is absolutely dying, right? Yeah. And uh, we're shooting. 90 year old man off into orbit yeah and and a large dildo yeah <laughs> that is what's happened yeah that's exactly what's happened yeah i think so, Bezos has a bit of a sense of humor yeah he, he has i wish you could bring his humor back to back to earth <laughs> literally <laughs> and metaphorically yeah. and, uh, and, and do something about what's going on in brazil and yeah and the rest of it yeah yeah, there's other things to spend money on these days. Much I'm, sure he does. I'm sure he does as well. He might do. He can do getting my parcel here on time as well, by the way, while we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I never... If you listen to Jack, sort it out. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, yeah. Quick suggestion yeah, for the good. next... For a quick suggestion for the next episode. Yeah, I have I have one. Have you? Never, ever, ever... <laughs> Get me to do musicals again. <laughs> Maya and Mark, can I just second that? <laughs> well, we've got to do one more so I can put Wicked in. I'm still fuming. Yeah, I've got so many I need to mention, to be honest. Forget oh, what no. Dash is if, if, if it wasn't for the beautiful daughters of David, Darren and Alan, yeah. we would be so fucked for the last two episodes. <laughs> yeah, it was quite well. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I I totally win this. I mean, I, I've seen I've seen them. That's about it. That's one of the reasons we we have children, I think, for yeah. you know to can dig you out of a hole, such as right. Okay. Yeah. okay, right. So I'm right. I'm off to make a child. <laughs> You've already got one. 
Two, my friends. You got two now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, do I have to announce it? I have to say it all. I have to say, it. and, and um, today was a very proud moment for me. And I don't want to take up too much airtime, but I got Grace's um, report card back from school today, oh. and I am I am a very, very exponentially to the power of ten proud father. Oh, brilliant! Excellent! Congratulations, yeah. Grace. Yeah. 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 I call I call out to Grace. She's done very yeah. well. Amazing. Now I know that a couple of us didn't want to do musicals there, guys, but it was brilliant. I really enjoyed, especially tonight. It was really good. One. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Thank and you all for joining us. Thank very you, Charlotte, and thank you, Paige. Thanks for yeah. Thank you. yeah, thanks, thank guys. <laughs> Excellent.